Welcome to the Kendi and Rainbow Podcast, episode 31, recorded in Kendi's box room. We're back at this shite. <laughs> I believe it. Oh, the break at Christmas is lovely. Huh? Oh, you don't yeah. like sitting with me? Ah, I suppose. I missed it, something fierce. Like. You're like my therapist. Right. I'll come here and talk to Kendi. And how does that make you feel, having a therapist I, like Kendi? I suppose it's good. I always think I should be lying on the bed. Uh, I've often tried to get you lying on the bed now. <laughs> you know, dipping with the little tuck aside, you know, oh, Lord above. But then I get a cramp now laughing at your funny jokes. I do get laughing pains, you know. Do you? Mm. When I laugh too hard and I have muscle spasm in my side, you're just crippling me. <laughs> I, I can't really laugh. I, I was trying to alleviate my laughter because... I have a chest like a junkie's carpet again this week. I have to get off that heroin, lad. <laughs> telling you, that's what's doing it to you. Do you hear that? Yeah. That's black lung. Th- that's pure heroin. That's black lung, boy. I'm telling you. You need to watch it, lad. Here it's we go. I can't. I, this is actually sore. You're going to have to pause it. Okay, so Ray just had a major sporting injury there in the middle of that. Yeah, he stretched it out. He had to stretch out because he laughed too hard and he pulled the muscle. No, I probably chuckled at the start there. Yeah. That's what did it to me. And you pulled the muscle. I pulled the muscle. And I pulled the muscle. As I said, it's a wee spasm. He's a savage athlete now, Rory. I should should probably get it checked out. (laughs) Or type it into Google and realise that I have something terribly wrong with me. (laughs) Okay, so you're joining us on a very special day now because Ray and his dad have gone on the holiday of a lifetime. Yeah. Uh, Tabster dab. Yeah. Now, Carmel has checked uh, Michael in (laughs) to the Galway Clinic to try and remove the permanent (laughs) smile that's left on his face. (laughs) From walking down the red light district, oh, I'd wait, say. Wait, wait hear the story. Huh? Will we start with the beers before we get an Yeah, let's start with a beer, yeah. Yeah. To get an Amsterdam beer, you bitch. Um, I did. Oh, lovely. I did. I was hoping you would. I did get an Amsterdam beer. Is the doused, diddly doused in, in, in any kind of I know. weed extract? None of that. Because I don't do no drugs, Ray. I know that. It, you know? I went to the Heineken experience. Oh. And you know my love of Heineken. I do. Ray does enjoy a bottle of Heineken. Oh. And F- in the Heineken experience... I bought two bottles of Heineken, oh. and they come in the fancy box. It's in a box. In a box. Open the box up there now, lad. Bottle your own Heineken. Yeah, you get to bottle your own Heineken. No shagging way. You do. So open it out there now. There's nothing in this. Uh, that's part of the story. Have a look at the front of it. See, Savage. see, does it look normal? Oh! <laughs> <laughs> that nice present. This is amazing. Yeah. So, for listeners, because we already have listeners, we don't <laughs> have viewers. <laughs> You do forget that sometimes, don't you? It says brewed at... It looks like a normal Heineken bottle. Normal Heineken, but there's an additional element of text on the bottom. Yeah, which says the Kendi and Rainbow podcast. Isn't I can't great? believe the boys in Heineken know us and oh, had that ready yeah. for you. They had it ready for me when I got there, yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah. Now, there are two souvenir things. You can put your own name on the bottle of Heineken. Oh, you have to break them. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> I fucking dropped But them. both bottles were full of beautiful... Heineken. And you drank it? No, well, I was sitting there in the airport and realised that they wouldn't have fit in a little plastic oh, bag. Oh, shite you. So I thought to myself, I can't bring these yolks home at all, because they're over 100 mil. So you drank them? I, I didn't have time to drink them. This was like 10 minutes before we were supposed to go through security. So uh, I went into the how toilet. How you going to tell me that you got rid of them? So I went into they're the toilet. They're sealed bottles. No, right? they're not. I popped them in the uh-huh. toilet, and I emptied them out and rinsed them out, as my mother would do with the recycling. Right. Right? Yeah, yeah. And then I brought home two empty bottles. But you know what the real smack in the face was? Go on. As I was going through security, I said, can I check, is the bottles okay to bring through? Because you could easily smash a bottle and, and mm-hmm. stab someone, you know? Yeah. And your man says, oh, no. And, and in future, he said, in his Amsterdam accent, uh, he said, uh, don't worry about it. You, oh, you bring no. these through. And I said, how can you bring them through? They're over 100 mil. And he said, new machines. 
Go away. They have new machines now. Man, the goddamn Amsterdamians are so laid back. <laughs> Don't be worried about having a gun. Bring it on. <laughs> Don't be worried. Sir. Where's the rest of the beers? If you went on a holiday in Amsterdam, they're like, yeah. you're going back so relaxed. That's tremendous, right? It's the best present I ever got. That's nice now. I'm going to put it beside the Kennedy Rainbow Podcast Cup. But since we've no beer in them, I also got Dublin Blonde oh. and Dublin Red. Lovely. <laughs> Wait. What? Are you laughing at? During the break, like when Ray was stretching out his, his all his all his crevices, yeah. I actually tried to have a conversation with Ray about a local Sligo redhead. <laughs> well, that's a Sligo redhead. Said <laughs> some chassis. That's a Dublin red. Now I gotta get the Dublin redhead. Yeah. Just little snippets is all. Just a little bit. So if you don't know who you are, but all the redheads in Sligo are now going and talking about my chassis. I wonder if they talking about my chassis. <laughs> are you gonna give any more information on the chassis you're talking no, about? No, I can't, but now in fairness, does people know what chassis is? Like chassis would be associated with a car. Yeah, well yeah, but you know, tis the foundations really of of a woman, which is the arse. A lady <laughs> A lady asked um, us there the last night, she said, when you're talking about a girl and having a lovely chassis, yeah. what do you refer to? And it was described as the frame. <laughs> well, yeah. That the girl has Pretty a lovely much frame. The frame yeah. yeah. I'd really associate it more so with the arse, kind of. Would you now? You know, because that's kind of like... But you're, and only fun. last week, young Johnny B, or Crocodile Johnny B, as we like to call him now on the yeah, podcast. Crocodile Johnny B. He referred to it as the gearbox. The gearbox, yeah. So would it not be the gearbox? Well, So the a... chassis be just the general frame? Yeah. I would go with that uh, euphemism from now I on. can hear Derek's words echoing in my head. Well, he's trying to ring me, probably, that's why. No, but it's the contemporary, you know, affairs thing, yeah. and the fact that we probably shouldn't be referring to the members of the opposite sex as having a nice chassis or gearbox. Yeah, but they do, like, if a girl wants to come to me and say, geez, that's some flute bite, I'd say, yeah, thank you so much. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, it's an admiration, like. You are talking about a musical instrument now, we're not talking about... <laughs> An appendage that might stick out here. If somebody, yeah, <laughs> if somebody wants to use musical instruments for me and let me use cars for them, <laughs> perfect. Right, okay. Huh? It is, I suppose. Yeah. Now, as long as you never say about a woman that's some gear stick on her, because that's <laughs> that's not something you want to see in a you woman. You don't want to see a gear stick on a woman, lads. I'm telling you. No, you don't. No, and w- dashboard. That's another thing. Yeah, the dashboard. lovely dashboard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> This isn't sexist for anyone who no, says it is, no, you no. bastards. Cheers, Slotcha, cheers. No. Fair play uh, to us. Yeah, we're away. Right. Let's hit Amsterdam first because I want to hear everything. Yeah. We left on the Wednesday mm-hmm. because we went up to Dublin. You know the way you'd go up to Dublin, break up the journey? Yeah. So that you... <laughs> to bring <laughs> flash cate. He went the alternative route, which is not the fancy new motorway they have from Mullingar. He went down the old way. He went down the old way. And there's no one... Hey, and I says, and this has set the tone for the whole story. Yeah. I says to him, I said, could you not go the new fancy road and we might make up a bit of time seeing as we're late as it is? And he says, that's what has you the way you are. Uh, <laughs> no money. You never have any money because you're spending it on fancy toll roads. I knew he was going to say that. So now, folks, He was avoiding the toll. This is going to be the new statement now on the podcast here. Yeah. That's what has you the way you are. So for anyone who doesn't know what that is, <laughs> if you go to Ray's uh, Instagram story, we shared it before. Sorry, Ray's Instagram page. We shared it before. Ray walked out of a pub at Ballina and said to himself, what did you say to him? I said, will we get a few chips? Yeah. And he turned around to me and he said, that's what has you the way you are. <laughs> So it's it's a fairly multi multifunctional statement. Yeah. It can refer to your weight. Yeah. It can refer to your financial position in the world. Yeah. It can refer to a, a lot of things. Yeah. 
and that's what has you the way you are. Yeah, yeah. So you're going to see, uh, uh, I got a lot of that, let's just right. say, over a 48-hour period, yeah. I was reminded that a lot of things has me the way I am. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. so good. So that's the toll road anyway. That's very good, um, man. And then we were queuing in the airport. Yeah. And sure, of course, himself was constantly making out that he'd lost his passport. <laughs> and then he'd find it again. <laughs> so when he did whip out the passport eventually at the gate... He was looking through and I was going, Jay, your passport is fresh enough looking. Mm. You know, obviously the man doesn't travel a whole pile. Right. And on the back, it just happened to open on the page where you have an emergency contact. Who do you think he had down as emergency contact? Cameron. Himself. <laughs> did he? Yeah. We had Michael McAndrew written down. No and then way. Obviously he realised then that it wasn't the right person to put down with him. But then he had it scribbled out. He scribbled Michael out and wrote in Raymond over it. Oh, so you're the emergency pass. I am now. eventually, yeah. Eventually, once he realised. Why want to go with Carmel? I don't know. Jeez, that's a good one now. He mightn't trust her. He doesn't trust her, I'd say, no. Ray. <laughs> wouldn't trust her to answer the phone. Oh, I tell you. She, she mightn't have credit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the reason we were over there was to go see uh, an Eagles tribute band called the Dutch Eagles. Yeah, but, uh, because your old fella loves because them. Because my old fella made out that they were as good as the Eagles. Yeah. Because yeah. he saw them on YouTube. Because he saw them on YouTube. So we went to the gig that night and it was grand and sure as hell the boys sang all the songs in English but every word between the songs was in Dutch. Right. So, so when they were speaking, you mean? When they were speaking. So yeah. it, it'd go a bit like this. And Jacob found it what for me to sing. And when I heard it, I set it directly in the year 70. And then eventually then they'd swing into English out of nowhere. Yeah. The streets of San Francisco, Love Boat, Mesh. Like that. And I had no notion what they were talking about. He was amazed that the the age profile at the gig was pretty old. Well, that's the Eagles, though. There's yeah. no young people listening to the Eagles. There was no one with a phone up watching the gig. No. So, where you'd be normally at a gig these days and it'd be everybody be watching to yeah. their phone. Yeah, yeah. Snapchat, Instagram, well, the whole I lot. got a couple of Snapchats from you now as well. I was uh, the only one. I had to sneak it up and turn the, turn the brightness down. But here's, here's the thing, really. See, yours sounded pretty well and you sent a couple of them of like Hotel California. Mm. Just so during the guitar solo, we'd say, so we could see the two boys playing the guitar solo. That mm-hmm. was grand, right? Mm-hmm. When you're at Electric Picnic and you're at Dewey Lupo. Dewey <laughs> Dua Lipa for those at home Dua Lipa And you're two rows back And you take out your phone And it's nothing but distortion yeah. I don't want You don't want to hear that A five minute Snapchat from you Yeah that I to, it's, It sounds Shit Anyone who records a gig It sounds shit Or if you're in the three arena And you're listening to I don't know Mike Bublé I don't, I don't want to hear the whole gig either Like No And also In typical old fashioned Kendi Will you not be looking at the gig through your phone? Will you stop, will you, and enjoy it? It's it's mad. You're done with the rant there now. No, I'm not done with the rant. No. I was doing a gig in Petty Hill in Lucan. Oh, right? yeah, this was Saturday night. On Saturday, right? Go on. It's a handy little gig, like, loads of wee tables. It's not really a dance floor. Everyone kind of sits down, and then there's a little area they can have a little dancing if they want to have a little dancing. Okay. Five young ones came in the door. Yeah. Nice young, one, nice young ones? Fine young ones. Okay. Tremendous young ones. Chassis... Gearboxes, dashboards, no gear stick. They were all automatic. It was tremendous. Lovely. And the five of them sat down on the table right in front of where the band were. The one table that's kind of there. I'm going watching the band. This is the table that everyone sits at. Like. Yeah. And the five of them took off their phones for two hours. And I could see their screens like from every one of them were on Snapchat. Go away. And every one of them were either on Snapchat where they'd take a f- 10 second break yeah. To Snapchat like they were listening to us. Yeah. 
pretend pretend they were dancing hey come in Sheila Sheila come in we yeah. pretend that we're having great and crap. they might try out a filter yeah they yeah and they might have the that's puppy what dog eyes then. Yeah. that's what would happen then they go back in then and they put a filter on the video yeah yeah and then that video then would get a reaction from people so then they'd spend the next 20 25 minutes in a Snapchat chat you know Snapchat <laughs> chat you know the chat the Snapchat yeah Snapchat <laughs> Chat and Snapchat. Snapchat. Yeah. yeah. But there's a Snapchat chat. Yeah. And they'd spend the next three minutes in that then, writing reams. Of, and they didn't talk to each other once, Ray. And no. I am not exaggerating. I'm not fucking exaggerating that at all. They did not talk to each other the whole gig. And they sat there with their gin goblets. And they're, ooh, like, let's do another video. Sheila, we're doing one more video where it looks like we're enjoying the night. And it makes me think, Jesus, the young ones enjoying the night at all anymore. No. Is there young ones? There was a 30th birthday up in the other corner. And they were bananas. They were loving life. <laughs> now, loving life too much. I think one of them might have been hospitalized. Not from drink. Jeez, I think she went over on the ankle doing the merengue or something or a two-step or so. I don't know how it was. <laughs> she keeled over and we were going, oh, Jesus. She knocked it up again. I don't know if she even did or not. But it also led to... Um, does anyone remember the Dublin compliment I was I used to say? I don't remember. A lot of the stuff you said... <laughs> Right over my head. Right, the Dublin compliment is a trait of people from Dublin, right? And it's a, an idea I have in my head where they will give you a compliment, but only so that they can give themselves one. Right. Right? Okay. So this girl it's, says It's ringing me, the bell this now. <laughs> yeah, no, it's coming back. I got my favourite one. Go my, on. My favourite one. Girl comes up and says, lads, you were brilliant. My son plays guitar as well. So she didn't even wait for the tanks. Like. <laughs> Right, and she says, "Oh, he's deadly. Uh, you got to look him up on YouTube, and he does this. He do- only does originals. Though. He wouldn't do the covers like you do." So yeah. there was a dig. Ten oh, it was seconds a pure dig. Yeah, yeah, straight away. Yeah, and then she goes, "You know, it's been in our family for ages." He said, "And this, I, I love this one." I have a question. Go on, ask. Do you me. find yourself in those conversations yeah. losing interest in the first mini second? Yeah, because I'm not in the conversation and wanting to walk. Yeah, because you're not involved. Yeah, you're only facilitating her talking. That's the Dublin compliment. Yeah, wait, and I wait, and I not let you speak. So. That, that wasn't even the Dublin compliment. That was leading into an even bigger one. Right. She wanted to wow me now. She, wanted to, she the, was going to really make me go, oh my God. <laughs> right? You're only for the country. You, you, you'd appreciate oh, these she stories. Got, so you don't says, hear stuff like this in Cassidy. No, no. But we don't have any of that kind of stuff. That's only up in Dublin. <laughs> <laughs> so she then says to me, Oh yeah, my whole family is really musical. Like you know, I played fiddle like when I was young, and uh, my son plays, and it all came from my dad. Like, and she goes, actually, my dad always tells the story of how he was supposed to be the Wolf Tones lead singer. I it's mean, like the sixth member of Boys Zone. Yeah, but they didn't like the other guy. <laughs> that's exactly. She and I was like, all right, was he? Yeah, yeah, but the other guy kind of wormed his way in. Who's the other guy? <laughs> is it not? Mr. And who's your dad? <laughs> my reaction to that was supposed to be, that's a really good story. It's not true. Yeah. That's what I wanted to say to her. <laughs> and why are you telling me? Let me wrap up my legs. <laughs> Leave me alone. The, that was the best time compliment I've ever got. Can I tell my gig story at this point? Sorry, man. I, I'm about to launch it into a big That's okay. There. But you've lovely segue there now to my gig story from last lovely. night. Brilliant. Get back to Amsterdam. No, no. We'll go back to Amsterdam Oh, in a sorry. Yeah, yeah no, I have a gig story. Yeah. From last night. I was working Hit last me. night. Yeah, yeah. I was playing. I was doing sound for uh, Chris Smithers. Um, is he in Dwayla? <laughs> No, no. <laughs> Not in No. He's no Simpsons, uh, you know, no. link at all. Right. Chris Smithers uh, was playing in a little pub in Kalala. Is the Irish ring? Oh, American? he's American. He's 74, 75. 74, 75. What song is that? It's like? the Connells. 
It used to be my Ulster Bank pin code. I got my card out for Ulster Bank <laughs> at the very start. Oh, no, this is years ago. I missed that song. Um, but there was always one. There's always one at these gigs. Right. So you have 60 paying customers in the room, in a small little room in Kalala, and this lad's picking the guitar and he's singing nice, easy-going songs. Yeah. Uh, sounding like Bruce Springsteen, loving uh-huh. life. And one lady down the back. Play Lola. <laughs> play Lola. Will you play Lola? Sock, you know the song. You did it with Bonnie Raitt. Oh, play Lord. Lola. And then he says, yeah, I'll get to that later. And next thing she goes, Lord of shite, this is. <laughs> Lord of fucking shite. No way. Yeah. She's really abusive when she didn't get her way. So he played another song and the next thing, Will you play Lola? Christ. Loud as could be. I had to leave the room. Who was she? Let's call her out in this podcast. I can't. Can't call her out. For anyone there who doesn't know, Ray just mimed her name. It's 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 Bridie Fagan. Just <laughs> in case. <laughs> so just search Bridie Fagan on like a Facebook and make sure you just abuse her. Just abu- it doesn't no, matter. It's definitely no, don't, her. Yeah, put loads of nasty comments. Yeah. Going. I can't believe you said those things at the gig. Yeah. 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 Definitely. Yeah. Let's do that. Right. That's good. Uh, where were we now? Sorry, man. We better get back to Amsterdam because we 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 uh, we lost track of ourselves. Well, after the gig. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, I wanted to get a few chips. <laughs> he says. That's what has you the way you are. Brilliant. Lovely. Okay, getting predictable now. <laughs> right. Following morning, I woke up. He's standing at the window with the curtains open and he said, everyone is up. <laughs> <laughs> that is... I love that. Get up now. Everyone else is up. Yeah, but that's the brilliant thing about Irish old fellas and old ladies as well. Yeah. They'll gawk out the window. He'd probably been looking out that window for a solid hour. Definitely. Yeah. I, I love that. Like, he look out and say, oh, cheers. Yeah. And he said it with great conviction. Yeah. He knew everyone was up. He could see it. But they mean, yeah, they're all up. Yeah, they're all up. And he went, oh, jeez, look, your man, your man's on crutches. Like, oh, jeez, you want his two kids there now? She's a handful there now. Where's that fella gone now? He's, yeah. after, going on, he's after disappearing under the road. Yeah. Oh, wait, there's a tunnel. There's a tunnel. There must be a, jeez, they've everything sorted over yeah. here. There's a tunnel. I love that idea. You're out for looking out the window, commenting on everything. Everything. That's so there must be all smart. wooden buildings over here. Yeah. Jeez, that's a fine clock. Jeez, it lights up when it gets dark. Great. Uh, might watch a two minute slow that's, <laughs> okay. that's, um, that's brilliant the, the second day when we were after the, that morning we got up and we had the breakfast yeah and we went out and we did a canal cruise oh brilliant yeah um, you, if you drop the sea you could also do that too in Amsterdam drop the sea yeah what the hell does that mean well what is it without the sea a canal cruise without the sea Oh, I'll tell you something where you're vicious, you. Uh, that <laughs> one's slightly more expensive. <laughs> it doesn't... <laughs> it doesn't have the nice audio commentary <laughs> in 14 different languages. <laughs> yeah, put on that headset there. And yeah, we'll, talk, yeah. we'll talk you through it in English. <laughs> oh, oh, Jesus, mother oh, of no. God. You're coming up now in one of the narrowest. Uh, you're know. coming up and up. One of the gone. narrowest passages at the way down. <laughs> the canal and the canal system. But don't worry, it opens up then eventually yeah. down the river line a little bit. Stop it. Oh, that's awful. Our parents listen to this. Yeah, no, we Oh, got Jesus. We're only talking about canal crews. We're only giving them ideas as all we're doing. Canal crews. <laughs> <laughs> so we went to the canal crews. It was lovely. Yeah. So then it was the big moment. And you've been waiting for this. I was, 
I yeah. am waiting for this story to turn now. You've gone through yeah. two days. I know. Brilliant. I okay. Know. So, so we're on the edge of the red light share? district. Did you share? No, okay. Wait I first. Got control yeah. myself. Control yourself you? now. Oh, take a breath. Yeah, we're going on the other cruise now. Talk to me. Okay. Yeah. We're on the edge of the red light district. Brilliant. He has an ocean where he is. He says, where are we going? I said, we're going to the city centre. <laughs> the cultural centre. Yeah, so we get um, we get a steak, and that was nice. And then we came out of the steakhouse and went around the corner. And lo and behold, we were there. Brilliant. A full street full of red lights. Lovely. Marvellous. This yeah. was going to be the moment I was waiting for. Yeah. Watch the reaction in my outlet's face when he's seen 30, 40, 50 beautiful women standing yeah. in doorways looking amazing. Yeah. In in the nip. Yeah, like I'm... I'm witchy. I, I can know. see myself yeah. there. Yeah. yeah. Now it's important to mention this is around quarter past five in the evening. Yeah. Was it dark? No, it was just getting dark. Right. Because it gets awful dark over there fast. Yeah, it's just the same <laughs> here. Like, <laughs> does he not I know? No. Anyway, ploughed on down, and every window we walked by, the red light was on, but the curtain was closed. What? Yeah. There wasn't a single woman in any of the windows, all the way down. Why can't you see We them? walked the length and breadth of it. We even went up the side streets. You didn't see one can? Didn't see one can. Not one chassis, nothing. I am so disappointed. I, how do you think I felt? I was, I was smiling walking up to this going, this is going to be fierce crack, see how he says to all this. But why? I'll tell you why. We decided then to go for a pint. I panicked, to be honest with you. I said, come on in here, we'll go for a drink. <laughs> a chip, so yeah. He says, I'm going to the toilet. So as he was in the toilet, I pulled the barman over and I says, hey, What's the story with all the Bjors? The oh, it's tea break. Tea break at five o'clock. Five and seven is break time. They don't come out. They, but no, there's no service between five and seven. Apparently the cleaners come in and clean the place up. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. Mm. That, that is the worst job in the world being that cleaner. <laughs> oh my God, that's the worst job. Well, as they said, it gets everywhere, they said. Oh! <laughs> anyway. Oh, Dre. Yeah. So we're on a break. Oh. <laughs> so I said, sorry, Dad, now. You don't get to see anyone. <laughs> he was mad for us. So, and then I also asked the barman, I said, where would you get the... A drop of stuff. A drop of stuff. Where oh, he said, coffee shop across the street. I said, yeah. great. Brilliant. So I says, Dad, we'll go for a cup of tea and a scone after this or oh, something. Oh, tea can. He would delight with a tea can, I'd say. Uh, <gasps> so we finished. Of course, I had my pint. He had the half one. You had a small one. Small one. Small and half one. we tipped out of the pub and uh, across the road yeah. into the Jolly Joker. Right. Right? And we came in and the place full of smoke. Oh. Because you can smoke inside. Yeah. So Dad was immediately in, in his element. Having, his lo- uh, having the best time. Yeah. <laughs> because, you know, this is a man that smokes four or five a day. Yeah, Max. yeah. We ordered two cups of tea mm-hmm. and the nice barman was from Ireland mm-hmm. and he had a secret stash of lions. Tea. No shagging way. He did a little baggy in the lions. Did he? Actually? And he only said he gives them. He only gives them to Irish people. Did he? Is that true? Yeah. Brilliant. That's so cool. So we had two lovely cups of That's lions so tea. Cool. And I had a muffin. Ju- yeah, you had a muffin, right? I had a muffin. Is that like? Are we? Is there anything in between this that we're muffin. not saying? You had a chocolate muffin. I had a chocolate muffin. That's I can't believe that, really. Yeah, I had a chocolate muffin. It was really nice because we don't do chocolate muffins in Ireland. No, we don't. No, no, sorry. And dad As had, in me and dad you. had a cigarette. Because he smokes, like. Uh, Cigarettes. Right. Now, we couldn't get the silk cut blue that he normally smokes over in Amsterdam. They, so I, I had to get a local... You had to get a local cigarette. A local cigarette. Right. Now, I don't know, did he know the brand or... But he sat there and he smoked his local cigarette. Okay. And I had the muffin. Right. And we drank two cups of tea. 
Uh huh. He's just having a cigarette, and you're yeah, just having, having a, a yeah, chat. I suppose he was taking advantage of the fact that you could smoke a cigarette inside. Yeah. And he was remembering the good old days back in Balna. But yeah, maybe. Mm. But again, what I said, what's staggering me is that your offer doesn't usually smoke that brand of cigarette. I <laughs> a doubt. And no, I, I think have he never. Had, I think he had he had got that brand of cigarette a couple of years ago. All oh, right, so he um, was familiar with. Oh, it's Dark Horse, yeah. So yeah. he knew that brand. Yeah, yeah. But I've never. It's the seen Dark Horse brand. I've. <laughs> That's the brand of cigarette. He was. It's the Dark Horse cigarette. <laughs> And he had smoked Dark Horse before, right. and and this was his first time. Now, and unfortunately, because I didn't do Silkwood Blue yeah. in this particular establishment, uh-huh. mm, and he ran out of his own cigarette. That is, t- yeah, meant. And, and I wolfed the muffin into me. I've never seen I, you with a chocolate muffin. I here. absolutely love muffins. Some people go so far as they look like a muffin. <laughs> <laughs> you want muffin top? And how did you? How did you feel after? Well, sound. We were happy out. And the great news is we tipped back out on the side street and some of the girls were back. And the father finally got to see all the lovely girls. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and it was mighty. And well, how We walked they? swiftly and he complained about his hip being sore. <laughs> <laughs> and as we walked past some of the sex shows... Sex uh, shows? We had, there were sex shows. Sex shows. There's a couple of little theatres where you can go in and watch um, two people in love. <laughs> For anyone out there who doesn't know, look, when a man and a woman love each other very, yeah. very much in they, Amsterdam... Yeah, they do. They can rent a building. Yes, and they can put on a show of love. Yeah, they can show everyone how much they love each other. And people can pay 30 to 40 euros, which my father thought was a bit bit dear. Steep. Yeah, now it helped when we walked by the place. The man in the door said, family discount. <laughs> did he? He did. Brilliant. He said, yeah. Did he call it the Catch Steven special? He did not, but he was, on, he was getting there. If, right. we had, if we had stopped at all, I'm sure he would have made the link. So anyway, we got to see the Bures, uh, we felt sound, and uh, we were walking back to the train station, <laughs> and then I realised that I'd forgotten the lovely beers that I brought home. Oh, the so easy I, ones. Yeah, so yeah. I had to go back and get them. Oh, Jesus. You into- <laughs> so Dad said he beat me in the train station. So you said, look, I forgot the bottles. Give yeah, me- I left them in the bar where we had the pint. Give me 25 minutes. Yes. I'll go back and get them. I'll go back and get them. Right. And the father said, I'll meet you there in the train station, okay. into the door. And I said, no problem, I'll see you there. Perfect. Yeah. So you went back and got the bottles? I went back and got the bottles. Right. Mm-hmm. That's what you did? That's what I did. <laughs> and was it a sweaty run? Were you sweaty? Would you uh, Jesus, I, I'll be honest, I did it in good time. <laughs> and, um, ah, you did. <laughs> <laughs> That's brilliant. Uh, yeah, so I got back at the bottles anyway. I met him back at the train station. We tipped on back to the hotel. Right, and you were happy enough getting the bottles. Oh, I was happy. I didn't mind going back at the bottles. Right, okay. Yeah, you... no issue. Right. <laughs> no issue at all. I'm... <laughs> Let me tell you something. He's being kind out. I'm finding out after this fucking podcast. You can check Google Maps. Once we stop recording. It's nine me. minutes to and nine minutes back. Right. Right? Convenient. Convenient. So if you I don't know what you can do in the remaining seven minutes of yeah. the twenty five I was gone. Yeah. Not a lot. Jesus, you say you do plenty. A minute and a half. But it was funny, all right, yeah. Right, okay. Yeah. So we're not going to I don't have an alibi for that twenty five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I've no one to say who I was. Uh come here. Yes. So you're not going to elaborate, you just went and got the bottles. I just it. went and got the bottles, come back. Shut right. up about it. That's right. That's all that happened. Uh, no, I I definitely uh, believe you. Oh, that's, I dropped. I left the bottles behind me. I had to go get them. Why are you scratching? I'm not scratching. <laughs> 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 anyway, I got the bottles. Just that's it. Mm-hmm. 
That was it. Right. Mm. That's so there's lots of Let's just leave it at that, can we? Um probably Can we just leave it there? I think probably once this is over, I want to know if you got fiddled with <laughs> I did not get fiddled with and then you were saying then later on that night about half three in the morning, your dad said, Jesus, my hip is at me again. I might just go for a little no. walk. I'll tell you what happened when we got back to the hotel. Go on. We had two swift half ones. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. And I went up to the room. Yeah. And all of a sudden, I didn't feel so good. Right. I didn't feel good at all. Right. The muffin kicked in. Oh, no. I had all just heartburn from the muffin. <laughs> oh, the heartburn was severe from the muffin. Right. And, and I got into bed. Yeah. And I fell asleep. Yeah. At nine o'clock. Savage. I didn't wake up till ten the following morning. No way. So that's what happened to me after Jeez. eating that muffin. Yeah, but you got a good rest though. That's a good rest. That's, that's, that's what's good about muffins. So you you're, off you're off and I could have vacated the room. Well, you see, that's that the time. problem. I passed out at nine o'clock. I didn't know what happened to him oh. after that. So if ever you're looking at people with suspicious alibis. On my big day out in Amsterdam, I was in bed by nine. Yeah, I know, yeah. And I was dying with heartburn. Yeah, but you did what you had to do, you know. Hmm. You got went and saw the red light district. Yeah, did. You, you Got a chocolate muffin and a Did, cigarette. And, and I, f- I didn't, didn't lose the bottles. You didn't lose the bottles? Yeah. You went and got the bottles? I went and got the bottles. Yeah, that's yeah. just horrendous. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. My God. No. That's pretty much the story of Amsterdam. Is there anything else in my life, too? Hold on oh, now. Oh, On a different note altogether. Mm-hmm. You know many teachers? I know a few teachers. And do have you ever heard of something called jury duty? I have heard of jury duty before. Do you know that you can get out of jury duty uh-huh. if you have taught baby infants for longer than two years? Why? Because you're not right in the head after it. Because if you're up on the murder trial, right? Uh-huh. And you're looking at the poor fellow that did the murder. As a teacher of baby infants, because obviously your approach to baby infants is, ah, he didn't mean it. Right. Ah, he wasn't thinking straight. Ah, uh, sure, he doesn't know what he's doing. So after two years of this interaction with human beings... You have too much empathy built up. You massive amounts. Yeah. And you look at the person who did the murder, and you go, ah, he didn't mean it. No way. Ah, he had the notion. Is yeah. that true? And it's actually true. Your solicitor can argue that I'm afraid this person cannot sit in this jury because he has taught uh, baby infants for longer than two years. No way. Yeah. That's uh, that's crazy. Yeah. I wonder what other kind of stipulations there are for getting out of your duty, because no one likes it, I don't think. I've never been asked. I really wanted to go on jury yeah, duty. I always thought that like if you got like a really good trial, like it'd be pretty good. Do you think? I don't know. I'd say it'd be pretty harrowing at the same time, like. Yeah. Do you prob- know, pictures prob- of bludgeoned heads. And you and can't say a word. You can't read a newspaper. Yeah. I can't listen to news talk. The podcast to be cancelled for those who Yeah. Eats. Yeah. I wouldn't be able to talk. I yeah, that's the truth, yeah. You'd have to get a replacement in. Who would you get a replacement in? Um, who would replace Kendi? No, me. What if I was out? Oh, sorry. Who would replace Raybo? Yeah. Um, geez, I think I'd probably go out and be on. Would you? Yeah, because Ray, I always, it. people always say to me, geez, you'd be good on your own. You started back <laughs> up the old uh, stay-at-home Kendis. <laughs> I did. I did start. I have done a stay-at-home Kendi in And for months. those of you who do not know what a stay-at-home Kendi is, it's basically Kendi on his Instagram, um... Doing bits Do- and pieces while Nicholas in the bookies. Yeah, always in the bookies. Nicholas in the bookies all day. I'm staying home, Kendy, during the day. Yeah. I'm always at home. I'm but on this particular occasion, you cooked a bit of a meal. I did. And you used half a Mickey of chorizo. <laughs> <laughs> that was your measurement. I cooked uh, Shreed's potatoes, beautiful meal. But what was your measurement of the, of the chorizo? Well, I judge it by Mickey's. Yeah. Because and when you buy a full Spanish chorizo... That's two Mickey's. It's, no, it that's a Mickey? Mickey. Is that a full Mickey? That's a Mickey. Okay, so the, the chorizo sausage is a Mickey, even though it's it's very long. 
well, I'm only judging it by my own standards, Ray, is all. I'm glad we cleared that up. Right, so you would call then, if you were only using half that chorizo, yeah. you would call it half a Mickey of chorizo. Yeah, and what I was saying was that it's a half Mickey of chorizo per serving. So right. I was cooking for one, so it was a half Mickey. I see. So if I was cooking for the two of us, Ray, I'd use a full Mickey. The two of us are in the same room, one Mickey. Right. <laughs> Have you any other news besides, Kenny? Nah, not really, Ray, but I think that might be it. January's a shit month for stuff happening. Do you know what? I don't believe in all this January's blue stuff no more. Do you not? No, the boom is back, by. There's no such thing as January blues. And we make it up in our heads. And I'm having a tremendous January. New Year, New Kenny, right? Okay, okay. I took up... Look, I, a lot of these New Year's resolutions are all shit. Right. Right, people saying, yeah, I, this year I'm really going to really go for it and they're going to put up a picture of me on Instagram giving a peace sign looking out over fucking Ross's Point Bay and saying, new year, new me. And it's all bollocks, Sheila. Right. Sheila, you're not doing anything. <laughs> lovey. Okay. Lovey, you're not. You're not going to do it, lovey. Yeah. You just want me to stare at your arse and I'll oblige. Yeah. I will oblige, Sheila. Okay. I said, I'm going to do something proper to see what can I actually, something I, I will enjoy. And uh, I enjoy kicking the heads of young fellas. So... <laughs> Being from Castlery and whatnot. <laughs> hey, Rogue State boy. Yeah. Huh? So what did you take up? I took up Junkie Jiu-Jitsu. I and is that what it's actually called? Junkie no, Jiu-Jitsu? No, it's called Jiu-Jitsu. But I call it Junkie Jiu-Jitsu. Right. Right. And so I started the last week, did a class. So you did a class already? Yeah, I did a class already, yeah. And did you get the head kicked in you? No, I didn't. I did, like, I had to fight again a fella who definitely had six stone on me. Right. And I was like, this is fucking silly. It's not really a contact sport as in... A striking sport. Okay. Right? You don't punch or kick anyone in it. Okay. In Junkie Jew, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No. Stop calling it Junkie Jew. <laughs> Seriously. Sorry, Ray. We have a whole selection of listeners out there that will find offence with that. Okay, Junkie Jiu Jitsu. I'm sorry. Thank you. <laughs> Clarify it. Now, no one told me that when you're spinning around, rolling around with a fella, yeah. that his weight might all push itself onto your jewels. Okay. And I'm nearly certain the two of them went up inside me at one stage. He was light off me so much. So you're rolling around with a fella. Right, I'm rolling around with a fella. Right. It's definitely a sport, right? It's definitely a sport. It's not, you don't, you don't hit each other. Yeah, but funny enough, no. It was in a warehouse and there was mad dance music on and there okay. was loads of lights. Okay, so, no, there okay. <laughs> so you're rolling around with a fella. Rolled around with a fella. And beautiful what's, thing. What's the point? The point is to, it's self-defense like. Okay. Technic- technically, it's self-defense. Yeah. And it's to use other people's aggression against them. Ah. You know? But you wouldn't have all piled of aggression, would you? Yeah, but I'd like using other people's against them. <laughs> <laughs> Look, do you know what it is, really? And this is going to sound silly as well. I play a football, so whatever. I'm running around like a mad agent most of the time. Yeah. I am the least flexible man. I can barely touch my toes. That's true. I can't touch my... I don't know what so my toes like. So I wanted to try junkie jiu-jitsu, and I also have this mad notion inside me to try yoga. But I don't want the fucking stupid yoga where they tell me to get in touch with my inner sensei. No. I don't want Mr. Miyagi. You want to do the hot yoga? Yeah, and I want to do something where it's good. Hey, we're going to try and stretch this way now. Maybe try and touch the sky with your toes. Yeah. Uh, do one Mickey push-up. I can't stand up upside down up against a wall. <laughs> Emmy on the pants. I can't do that. <laughs> I be, I do well to stand up against a wall in me underpants in an up in an upright position. I can't do it upside down. Uh, anyway, that's why what I I'm trying jujitsu for the crack. Maybe yoga. Have you, what, what about you? Any old class you want to do? No. Um, not doing all new class for New Year, New Rebo. New Year, New Two K nineteen is my year. Fuck I'll, the haters. I'll tell you what I've done now. Go on. I've made a few changes. I've stopped eating biscuits with breakfast. Have you? 
I have. Very good. I was doing that a lot. Right. I, if I had an egg, I had to have a biscuit or a Kit Kat or something to take the taste <laughs> egg out of my mouth. So, so I've stopped weird, eating. And it was, I tell you what's weird is not having a biscuit with your breakfast. Right. But I... I <laughs> <laughs> no one has a biscuit with the breakfast. I ha- I love it. It's just great to end on a lovely high sweet note. <laughs> right. Do you know? Right. Do you know? A bit like you want from Next Factor. Ending on a lovely high sweet note. Right. So, no biscuits after breakfast. Uh, I've cut down to one biscuit uh, for other meals during the day. Mm-hmm. I've cut out the bar of chocolate, the token bar of chocolate I most days. Except for the time where I ate that muffin. I had to have a Twix after it. Right. I couldn't understand why I had to have a Twix <laughs> after it. I just keep uh, I keep reverting back to this new year, new whatever, because it's all you see on Instagram now. Yeah, I didn't put it up. No, I didn't put up new no. year, new candy. No. Do you know what I was going to do with it? I'm sorry, I didn't do it now. I was going to actually go out like to the coast, Strand Hill, mm-hmm. look out over the bay, mm. put my hands up in a peace sign, mm-hmm. get someone take a photo behind me looking out across the horizon and say, 2019 is going to be Kendi's year. Uh, really looking forward to it, putting all the haters behind in my life and really putting my best foot forward. Uh, loads of goals set out for this year, so let's go get it. New year, new kindy. And while that's happening, I'm balls naked. <laughs> right. So it's just an excuse to get my arse into the camera. <laughs> Why'd you put your arse on Instagram? Because um, you haven't yet. That was my idea, is to do balls naked. We can still do that. To be like a... Why don't we do it in Amsterdam tomorrow? Yeah, let's do it in Amsterdam tomorrow. Which, yeah. Yeah, but, but like, I'd be afraid of taking this account in Amsterdam. Oh, it would be some crack if we got you in one of the windows. Oh, no, but if I take this account in Amsterdam, man, they'd be turning off the lights, they'd be trying to pay me. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, I think it's time we wrapped yep. up this particular uh, installment of the Kendi and Rebo podcast. Ray, look, fair play to us. We'll go back at it again next week. We'll go back at it again next week, yeah. yeah. We'll keep it ticking over, nice and quiet for a few oh, Jesus, weeks. yeah. Anyway, shout outs. First one I have before we go: Young Aaron and Smoothie tore off mm-hmm. to the Middle East. Yep. And uh, when I say Middle East, Thailand, <laughs> and they're going to be there for a while, and it's going to be great. And fair play to them, and enjoy yourselves. Ray, I can only find one of these shout outs, so I know I have a second one, and I feck it. I'll try and get to him eventually. Great. Uh, John Kendi, fair play to you. Another Kendi, a man after my own Kendi. No relation. Right. I don't fucking think so anyway. And what 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 effect does he had in you? He was um he was given out that there was no podcast. He was waiting for the podcast last week. Given out, was he? He said no, he said what time the podcast house? And he texted you. Yeah, I said it's Ray's fault. Yeah, I said Ray that's exactly what I said to him. Look, Ray remember it's Ray's you want to complaints. And he said oh he said always blame the redhead. I said I will. Anyway, he said any chance of a shout out, John. Fair play to you, you're some man, do you know that? We'll see you again. We'll see you same time next week again. Same Hope time, same yourself. channel. Ray, fair play to me. And fair play to me. Good luck. Good luck. Um, it has come to our attention that uh, Sean O'Reilly was not mentioned in this episode. So here at the editing stage, I suppose we should just put something in. Oh yeah, fair play to Sean O'Reilly as well. Uh, he's savage with women. Fair play to me. Yeah, he's, he's a great lad. Yeah. Um, so tall. Uh, he bought a new pair of tracks bottoms this week, oh, didn't he? a marvellous pair of tracks bottoms. Yeah, he spent 34 euro on them. Adidas? Yeah, he hasn't a cent now to put in the zippy pocket. No. Because he spent all the money on the tracks bottoms. That's right. So that's, I suppose, your fun fact about Sean's Riley yeah. this week. Just to keep the young ones ticking over. Good luck. Oh, jeez, yeah, good luck.